Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of Board Shenanigans to Go. That's right, we got the fryers all ready, the dipping sauces are ready to go, the lackluster employees are around. So, get ready for a condensed episode of BS. And as always, I I am joined, <laughs> joined by the Reverend Ryan Brewer, the one who every time I see a priest take a huge shit on a porno, I think of him. And Cody, from what I hear, you should not be allowed to own a kit, you sick fuck. <laughs> um, so, anything uh, wonderful and or exciting happened to you lately, oh, omnipotent one? Why, yes, my child. Um... <laughs> This is the first recording since St. Paddy's Day, so there is our usual St. Paddy's Day festivities, I guess. Too ralu ralula. Oh yeah, we we I insert pun here. <laughs> Apparently, I my brain just failed. <laughs> There's plenty more of that for for all of our listeners. I just wasn't lucky, I guess. Oh. Yeah, I guess that, I guess that is what happens whenever you cross poison ivy with a four-leaf clover. You get a rash of good luck. Oh, yeah. That was seriously the only St. Paddy's Day joke I could think of. Oh, I, I, we were definitely over the rainbow on that one for sure. Yeah, yeah. There You're was not going to win any pots of gold for that joke. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. Uh, it was awfully short, and the uh, leprechauns were unhappy. Um, I wish we had some liquor to make these jokes better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's pretty... Uh, 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 snakes! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we're just full of Blarney Stones here, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, uh... We, we, <laughs> we definitely need to Irish jig our way away from these. Oh, Cody, you don't know shit about fuck you don't! Oh, I was there in the Great Irish Jig War of 1812, half of the 16th! Oh, back then! Back then the insults were flying left and right, they were! Oh, not like your little Welsh insults there! Your fancy Welsh insults that don't get you anywhere, they don't! Oh, I, I've heard better jokes about leprechauns and beer, beer from a Frenchman! Oh, yeah, Welsh motherfucker fuckface! Oh, I, you don't know shit about fuck you don't! I was there! I was there in the Great Winter of 18th, quarter, three quarters, and half twelve to five sixteenths, I was! Where were you? You were off gallivanting with the English. The worst of all. They were I, son. You were eating a thingy pudding. You were eating all you fucking thing that works. I saw you fuck a goat once and I was disgusted. Disgusted I was. Oh, I had your knob on it. It was happening. Oh, it was the worst thing ever. It's the ultimate. All of it. There's not enough liquor. It's entire fucking world to make you forget about that. Next thing you know, you got a Presbyterian and a bar of soap up your ass, and I'm like, oh, God! There has to be something better than this. I'm tired of these motherfucking steaks on this motherfucking plate I have. Well, that was a thing. Have fun with that in the editing process. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Have fun with that, listeners, in the listening process, because I don't think I could do... There's shit about fuck I can do about that. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I wonder if that translates as well in audio as it does in person, because, Frank, what you just listened, dear listeners, is a well, well-versed, uh, tradition amongst Brewer and I, and it doesn't even really have to do with St. Paddy's Day, other than its piss-poor Irish accents, where we'd make up extravagant tales in an Irish accent and rant at each other. Yeah, it, it's, it's very much like the James Doohan of Irish accents. So, yeah, it's, it's not good. You know, if we really tried, I think we could do a much better one. But what's what's funnier, hearing a bad Irish accent or hearing a good Irish accent? Yeah, I guess that's a good point. So, uh, 
Well, tell tell everybody. Let let us all know. How was your St. Patty's Day? How drunk did you get? How much green beer did you drink? Did you get laid? Where you where did you get lucky? I guess. As usual, we had our our annual St. Patty's Day uh, festivities at Brent's house. This that's his duty. That's like their like seems to be their big party they throw every year. Like the well, they, yeah, they generally are the ones that throw the throw the parties in in general, especially more nowadays. Me, me and Justin throw land parties. They throw regular parties. <laughs> Uh, uh, so yeah, we did that. And one of the one of the big traditions is always to to throw up Boondock Saints. And, and now since there's two of them, we throw up both of them, which we we always turn on. And you know, we all watch it at different intervals throughout the movie, pretty much because I mean, it's just it's a rip roar and good time of a of a party for for damn sure. And it's and though so is the movie. You, you have to you have to pick and choose. And by this point in time, we could all recite it anyways. I mean, yeah, do you even need to see what's going on in the screen anymore? Or can you just pretty much you hear the? I mean, I can hear the audio, and I know what they're doing. Yeah, I mean, it's a very audio heavy um thing movie movie. That's what those things are called. <laughs> you know, movies, movies. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah, like, like, movie, like people on screen and they talk about things and they the kind of move through pictures, but they kind of they kind of flip through. But not like a flip book. No, it doesn't have like a slideshow, but better. You know, you don't hear Esther talking about. They're going and, down and the going down the mountain on the uh, on the donkey and shit. People yeah, go yeah, through I mean, it's like actually it's actually cameras, enjoyable. Like cameras, Until, t- unless like Nicholas Cage is in it, or you're like talking about Kingdom of the Skull. The next thing you know, grass, it's the worst thing uh, in history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goddamn kind. It's beginning and, you know, like you know, George Lucas <laughs> is always like going to fuck shit up. But 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 the calm actors, yeah. I like how all we do is fight to get the last word so that something obscure. Once again. Probably not going to do much editing on that. So have fun listening. Yeah, that's that's another uh, log-held tradition. So anyway, what all did y'all get into? The Boondock Saints, the liquor, I assume. I heard tale of, like, hot hot sauce tasting, so tell everybody about that. Yeah, so, yeah, we get there, Um, which I guess, first off, Jarrett was in town. So me and me and Jarrett hung out and played a little bit of Gran Turismo first beforehand, and then me ended our way to a liquor store where, where I picked up a bottle of Irish Mist, because... At the liquor store I was at, it was it was Jameson or Irish Mist. They were the same price, which so I was like, yeah, if I'm paying this much, I'm gonna go Irish Mist, cause why not? Yeah, no one else could bring Irish Mist, so right. And anywho, that's not what we're here to talk about, is it? Since we didn't didn't actually do this on St. Patty's Day, it was it was uh, uh, the Saturday, yeah, the Saturday before that. <laughs> that's how good of a St. Patty's Day party it was. I couldn't remember what day it was. Uh, so we did it then, but you know, it, in tradition fashion, we still wore green, and um, I, I even I put on a green tie and and looked cool, and uh, and brought some green food coloring for for people to dye their drinks green, and as another tradition that seems to be growing, whenever Brit has parties, uh, actually two traditions, one, I brought a package of green mustaches this time. <laughs> uh, which oddly enough brandy had also bought a package of green mustaches so we had two and i commenced walking around the house and putting them on stuff so hey guys um have you found all the mustaches there's some pretty funny locations of them um and it wasn't just me i gotta give credit to a few other people i i know mark put some around and i know Jarrett put some around uh somebody else had to have it as well but i don't remember who <laughs> so sorry uh, but there's some pretty funny ones. Uh, I think one of the winners was I'll will give you this hint. It's on one of your um, electrical outlets. <laughs> so we we hit mustaches around their house. Um, th- the next thing that seems to be a big tradition is t- just for parties in general is we get lots of packages of glow sticks and we hurl them at the ceiling fan and each other and at each other through the ceiling fan and it's pretty enjoyable. 
So, kids, actually, kids out there, you've always wanted to do this as a, as a child, but they always say no. But there's something to look forward to when you grow up, because I know our our 8 to 10 demographic is very high, so I'm going to talk directly to them. <laughs> Once you get to be our age, it, you can go out and buy glow sticks whenever you want and throw them at ceiling fans. That's the kind of thing you can do. You know, you can jump on the bed if you want to. It They, they always tell you no, but you'll, you'll, grow, and, you'll grow and find that it's... Not only as fun as it was as a child, it gets more fun. Um, you know, I've... <laughs> I don't even know why I'm going to say this now. Actually, I know why I'm going to say it. It's fucking awesome. I got bored one a couple days ago between, like, finishing 13-2 and starting 13-3. I had nothing to do, so I built a fort. Because <laughs> I thought, when was the last time I built a fort? So... <clears throat> Actually, that was one of my, uh, like, one of probably Madison and I's, like, favorite little memories we did, like, on our, uh, anniversary last year. We went to, uh, <clears throat> went to the Renaissance Festival, which is kind of one of our things, <clears throat> and then we wound up going to the, we wound up going, uh, back to the hotel or whatever, and we, and we were like, oh, let's, let's get this shit and make s'mores. So we made s'mores in the microwave, and then, like, since our anniversary's on Halloween, and we, like, told ghost stories, like, we read ghost stories off the internet, and, uh, like made a fort, which <laughs> frankly, like I actually had more fun doing that than I did at the Renaissance Festival the next day. So anyway, yeah, I had a lot of fun doing it by myself. So I can imagine it being more fun with more people. Um, actually, I'm not sure if it's sad or awesome that I built a fort by myself. But you know, listeners only... out there, you be the judge. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you know, as an only child though, who who's generally an indoor person, even back in his childhood, I built a lot of forts by myself. So, and occasionally I pitch a tent by myself as well. Hey oh, yeah. Oh yeah, I got through like I did the old standby, getting like getting books and putting it on the sheets to weight it down, and getting brooms and fans, and I, I went a little nuts and added some PVC. And I'm like, I went out to the garage, and got PVC. <laughs> uh, we don't have a couch anymore, so that got rid of you know being able to make a tunnel out of cushions. But <laughs> and then you know I had a lot of fun making it, and then I crawled into it, and then I'm like, well, I'll I'll, I'll pull my laptop in there yeah yeah i'll pull my laptop in there and then i realized it's you know not as comfortable as you would think trying to play games on your laptop on the floor i got completely sidetracked on building forts but <laughs> a little bit more about brin's party oddly enough there was we had scotch there so i drink yeah i drink i know it's the weirdest thing to drink on saint patty's day so I, I felt really dirty and ashamed of myself but it, it, it was also Shivas Regal, so it was good. Well, that and you're so used to feeling dirty and ashamed of yourself, it's just like, oh, it's a warm blanket of comfort. Pretty much, yeah. But yeah, so we did, so there was that, and, um, you know, we yeah, played some games and stuff, and, um, oh, uh, I, I better mention this. Uh, Kat got me a, a, a cup, uh, it's, which says, Shenanigans Irish Bar Pub Crawl Team. Nice. So this is, this is now my official water glass of the Board Shenanigans podcast. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. And, and I thought I should shout that out now. And as you... I don't even know if it was teased before, but what might have been teased before was um, uh, uh, Brent and Brandy and, and Cody got me a bottle of uh, the Dave's and Sandy Sauce uh, Private Reserve or Special Reserve or something to that effect. And um, I, I was told I couldn't open it until, until St. Patty's Day so they could watch me eat it. And that was a thing that happened, which I found it quite enjoyable of a, of a hot sauce. I... I do have a bottle of a of of a more traditional one of of theirs, I guess that I need that I'm gonna do a a side by side taste test or or heat test comparison on. But it was pretty hot, but it, it wasn't a like an insane amount of heat just right off the bat. It was it was definitely a builder. Mm -hmm. So the more you ate of it, that the worse it got, and it I found it pretty enjoyable. 
<laughs> and <laughs> Brent had some, and that was pretty funny. Yeah, because uh, him and uh, <laughs> him and spicy food do not a happy couple make. No, it it it's pretty. Like I said, I'm gonna do a side by side taste test with the with their scorpion sauce because I have a bottle of that, which is uh, the one step up from the regular insanity sauce. Actually, no, it's the it's the ghost pepper sauce. Excuse me, that's what I have. It's the ghost pepper sauce. So I'm gonna do a side by side taste test comparison of those and let and give you some results sometime. Next time I have tacos, probably. <laughs> Uh, or, or maybe pork chop, and oh, what what else happened that night that was enjoyable? Um, so I, I I think that's it. I don't really remember what else all happened. No, I don't remember anything. <laughs> there might have been other stuff. <laughs> there was. I was too drunk to remember it. Yeah, or or something, or just didn't care enough to remember it. One of the two. It's been a couple days since then. <laughs> yeah, right. It's been like a week since we had ours. So yeah. Yeah, so it could just simply be that. Our St. Patty's Day was actually pretty awesome because uh, we we didn't uh, we didn't go anywhere or do anything, so we both had to work and shit. But like that weekend, Madison worked all weekend and she had class Monday, and so we're like we were like we got to talk about this weekend. I was like, because well, yeah, we went and saw my parent, we went and saw my parents uh, Sunday, and uh, you know she's like, man, I really kind of want to do something for St. Patty's Day, and I was like, well, I mean, we can. I've made this uh, cabbage. Cabbage potato stew, like the last ten years that we've been together, it's usually my tradition. She's like, I want something better. So she looks up these recipes, and oh my god, like for thee, my lord, for thee, did the did a river of food food flow uh, from our kitchen to thee, or forever be, or however to however to make this prayer work into a food thing. You do it yourself, listeners. Let me know. Oh, I thought you wanted me to do it right then. Oh uh, well, whoever. Um, yeah, let the, hey, listeners, want to enter a contest that you're never going to enter, like all the other contests I always have tried to talk you into entering? Send us your best uh, uh, Boondock Saints prayer food poem thing. And if we like it, for hell, if just any one person does it, we'll put it on the website. <laughs> yes, we have the most stringent requirements of all podcasts. Like, just try and play along, and you guaranteed, you know, to win. I know, uh, like, like the last episode, I didn't know what the fuck to title it, so I just gave up and was hoping someone would give me a better one, but no. Remember uh, back in the day when we used to actually try compliment our listeners and and make them feel included, and, and now we just insult them? Are you... <laughs> our listeners? You mean our six friends that listen to this? <laughs> do they even count as listeners? That's right. The big question is, do they listen? Yeah, that's true, too. Like, that, that may actually be the ultimate. Like, it's just you and I... Like, we're just talking to ourselves and sending it out into the internet. Uh, yeah, it's, you know, I, I kind of wonder, it's like, you know, all the all, all the mini downloads might have been per- people that just, at one point in time, signed up for an automatic download and just been like, oh, hey, look, there it is. Yeah, I'll get to it later. And they're just getting a backlog. They're like, well, I need to save space on my hard drive. But it's just so, so they just start deleting them, but they're just too damn lazy to actually cancel the download. Oh, see, I, I actually, I actually am holding out, holding out hope for the other one where it's, uh, like, in Uzbekistan, we're like we're just famous celebrities, and people just to hear us like it's 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 a big deal to hear hear us talk. Uh, that that's a which, it's a possibility for sure. Oh yes, because uh, and, and one day we're gonna like get murdered or die in obscurity, and there's gonna be this big outcry of people like try to like steal little bits of cloth from us and and our toothbrushes and stuff. Yes, yeah, so uh, all of all of our uh, listeners in Uzbekistan, uh, we appreciate the sport. Um, but anyway, so Madison decided she was going to cook just a shitload amount of, or we were going to cook a shitload amount of food. 
So we did uh, the best shepherd's pie I've ever had in my goddamn life. I mean, fuck me, it was good. So we did uh, shepherd's pie. She made this uh, super good apple crisp thing. Um, we did uh, like fry, and we did uh, fried cabbage. So oh my god, like we we cooked from the time we got home until like eight o'clock or so. But oh my god, was it good? It was so freaking awesome. And, you know, I mean, we but uh, so we did that, and I made probably four too many Irish coffees and got pretty buzzed. <laughs> After drinking, after drinking a little shitload of Guinness, um, and uh, we wa- we watched Boondock Saints. We were gonna get the Boondock Saints too, but by the time we uh, by the time we finished cooking and ate and everything, like we didn't even we didn't even get to it. And when you normally will watch both of them, but we watched the first one, which which we have not hobbed its knob oh. near enough on this show. Have you not seen Boondock Saints? Do you not know what it is? Are you like what is this thing they're talking about? Stop right now because we have your download, and you know if you're. It doesn't in, really matter, yeah. yeah right, yeah. <laughs> but uh, stop right now and go check. <laughs> As always, you never have to actually listen to us; you just have to download us. <laughs> uh, so anyway, now that, you, now that I got my hobnob and hands all like warmed up and real loose, uh, <laughs> did you get some lotion out there? Rub them all over your hands. Get prepared. Oh man, I like I, I got my, I got my stupid fucking rope already. Oh, that that was a uh, autoerotic asphyxiation joke to those of you who are paying attention, paying attention out there. So, <laughs> uh, but, oh my god, like that. I think, I think that is. I don't. That's so far up on my favorite movies list. Like, I I I legitimately love that movie. If you haven't seen it out there, guys, y'all need to go check it out. I know most of y'all have. Or it it is it's a very very good movie. Uh, the second one's good, but it ain't the first one, and that's about as much as I can say. I mean, it. I think it has its strengths. It has its moments. I mean, I was pretty disappointed with it when it came out, but also my expectations were grossly high. So, I mean, I thought I thought it was about as good as it could have been when it first came out. As far as because I, I mean, I don't know. I mean. You can't do the exact same story again, for sure. Uh, I, mean, I just feel like I just feel like I don't know. I know we hyped the fuck out of it, though. So, and I, I'm sh- I know I'm real bad about that. So I'm sure part of it was me, but I still maintain it's a good movie. Whereas the other one's like legendary to me. So it's like, well, it's still good, but it's not the first one. Which, but it's also one of those like. If you want to go ahead and make number three, I'll give you all kinds of money, Troy Duffy. See, that's the thing is, I definitely can tell you for now, I'm, I'm, I project number three is definitely gonna be better than number two, just because they set up so much, they set up an, enough stuff for three, so you, we can get you know right into where we're going. We, you know, I mean, we can always we can guess pretty much like what the plot line is gonna be kind of like. Right. I think there's definitely a lot of potential for three. Three could even has the potential. I think to be better than one if done correctly. Well, right, yeah, definitely. But I, in fact, I, or at least more epic than one for sure. Right, yeah, that is true. Uh, like so, it could be uh, huge, like like huge, like serial crusher, huge. <laughs> it's a huge friggin' guy. <laughs> uh, so okay, what is your favorite line from that movie? You only get to pick one. What is your favorite line? Um. 
Fave, fave. You, you go first. Give me a second. Okay. As bad as I want to pick the, I'm not the rope-toting Charlie Bronson wannabe that's getting us fucking lost, as bad as I want to pick that, I still yeah. think my favorite line in the entire movie is whenever, uh, whenever Smecker's talking to, talking to all the detectives and he's like, that's two sound theories from you Irish cops. Kind of makes me feel like river dancing, and he does a little river dance. That's my favorite part of the movie. I think that is the best, like fuck you part of the movie. So I, that, that's that's my favorite bit of dialogue. My favorite like little scene is whenever the phone rings and he turn out that, Sme- that Smecker's gay and he slaps the guy for trying to cuddle with him. See, I would say that that's probably up there for sure. Was the ones like it's like. Just want to cuddle, <laughs> cuddle you what, fucking what a faggot. Fag. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like right after fucking a guy, he calls him a fag. Yeah, that's definitely up there. Um, I, I think definitely like Old Tipper is is pretty good. Like right, right as Rocco, like the the dancing girl, is all like passed out there, and he was like like grabs her tit, and he's like, "What are you doing?" That's definitely up there. Man, it's just so hard to choose. <laughs> Is it dead? Is pretty good after the cat explodes. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a real that's a real good one. Uh, I and I I love I love their speech in the courtroom at the end of the movie. That that's a fantastic, fantastic, yeah. fantastic thing. And then one of the ones that I always that I I've you know we've seen this movie so many times. But one of the one of the funny the funniest ones to me that I. I I guess I just didn't realize. Whenever we were watching it again, whenever uh, Willem Dafoe is going and he's in drag, and the like, the uh, I I can't remember his name. Fuck, I'm thought I'm embarrassed. I can't. But he goes up to the door and he's like, "Oh, fucking Gino's always sending us Primo Box," and it's like. Gino is an <laughs> asshole. If this is Primo Box and that's what he sends you, like <laughs> Gino sucks. You need a new pimp <laughs> or something, or or you know maybe he's just the right clientele for for hookers. You know, <laughs> no, that could be true. I guess whatever Willem Dafoe is a good looking hooker to you. Maybe maybe it's time to reevaluate your life. Either that, or you're just living your life the exact way that you're going out the way you lived your life for sure. <laughs> oh, that's which is, that, side note might be my, one of my favorite lines from Futurama. I guess he's gonna die the way he lived his life. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. So then I guess I guess that brings me I guess that brings me to two. What's your favorite What's your favorite thing from two? I think my favorite line from two has got to be like, "What blonde? Like California surfer boy blonde? Like gay, gay, gay faggoty man? <laughs> like <laughs> that might be my favorite one." <laughs> oh my god! That you know, somehow I didn't. I, I should have known. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what? what? <laughs> like, uh. Oh man, that that that's funny. Which I guess is a side note. If you really don't know about this movie, maybe we should explain it a little bit. Yeah, that actually <laughs> might not be a lines. bad call. Which okay, so give them give them the fifty cent tour, man. Go fast. All right, fifty cent tour. Um, we have young Indiana Do- Jones and a, and a redneck in the zombie apocalypse, and they're brothers. Uh, they are very poor, and they decide that to make money, we're gonna kill bad guys and just take their stuff. So they clean up their neighborhood by killing bad guys, and a cop is chasing them, 
And then, spoiler alert, which maybe I should have said spoiler alert at the beginning of this. Though, I think I entered it in. I think we could have just said spoiler alert at the beginning. That actually might be the title. Spoiler alert. Boondock Saints. So, a cop who was chasing them decides that, you know what, they're doing a good job for the community, and he's going to help them kill bad guys. And and wackiness ensues. The end. (laughs) Uh, See, and... Oh, which I guess is another favorite line. Um, and there was a fire. Yeah, that's 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 definitely. Oh my god, that's fucking way way up there. Which I guess going back to the original for just a second, one of my favorite characters that it's like I kind of would like to know more about that guy is the assassin where they have the the poker night where he's like. Oh, they're shooting out there. I'm gonna genteely put the put the towel down, and then here's the towel rack. I'm gonna go beat your ass to death with. I just, I really am intrigued by that guy. He doesn't say a word in the entire movie, right? Oh no, he has that one line where he's like, he's like, yeah, it's done. That, yeah. that's it, right? Right. So yeah, there's yeah, I guess there's that line. That's, <laughs> but yeah, he just sits there. He's very much like a bad guy from Sin City, or Which, a good guy from Sin City for that matter, or I guess just a guy in Sin City. He's Which, in the wrong uh, fucking movie is what I'm telling you. But, uh, anyway, so the sequel, basically what happens is, like, you know, certain beloved characters die, other ones kind of disappear, uh, and then you get a whole lot of backstory on their dad, who is one of the baddest of all the badasses in ever, ever, in the ever of a movie ever, where English doesn't, there's no time for English here, man! That's how awesome he is. Um, yeah, with his vest of guns, his gun vest. So... If if we don't have you ready to John Finger over this movie yet, then th- this is not your movie. Um, but anyways, oh, which I guess one thing we should mention is um, not only are they killers, they're killers for Jesus. Yeah, it's, so it's their, if you like the Jesus, this is also a movie for you. That's actually one of the coolest things about it is they do this whole uh, this whole like religious spin on it because they're like really hardcore Catholics and uh, they they uh, get anointed or whatever for lack of better ways to put it where they get like get charged to go and to go and like uh destroy all the line of the movie is destroy all that which evil so that much good may flourish and that's kind of that's kind of what they go on is they go to kill all the bad guys like they're you know vengeance on just the bad guys so which yeah that's kind of what i thought like the third one's gonna be is because the 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 line in the second one was like you're now backed by the largest organization on on the planet yeah and by that he means that the vatican's is gonna get them out of prison and and spoiler alert they get put in prison in the end they get caught and 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 now they're gonna i guess go around the world putting caps in bad guys ass uh which uh i guess i guess jumping around a little bit um jump cast right so in two if if that if that's your if that's your favorite line in two which is a good line i still gotta give it up to rocco's speech and uh, specifically specifically the end of it where it's like and yes, I'm reading this because I can't remember this. Uh, there's two kinds of people in this world when you boil it all down. You got your talkers and you got your doers. Most people are just talkers and all they do is talk. But when it is said and done, it's the doers that change the world. And when they, and when they do that, they change us and that's why we never forget them. So which one are you? Do you just talk about it or do you stand up and do something about it? Because believe me, all the rest of it is just coffee house and bullshit. And I love that line. It's one of my favorite lines from any movie ever. I, I thought it was like it was gonna be the one that was um, in, in that speech, which I I don't remember the whole thing. It's like you know, look at all this built by hard men doing hard things, and that gives me a hard on, but but not in a gay way. <laughs> Obviously, goes without saying. 
Because, uh, <laughs> hey, callback cast. Maybe that's why those people were stroking the the Chrysler building. It <laughs> gave them a hard on, oh, but right. not in a gay way. Oh right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're they're definitely really enjoyable movies that say fuck a lot. Yeah, which uh, is one of the great, like, whatever, you know, he's having the fuck attacks. Oh, it certainly shows the diversity of the word. Which, uh, <laughs> apparently I just learned, um, there, there was an episode of The Walking Dead recently, which I didn't catch this at all, but they're in this house, and, like, way in the background, there's a, there's a Boondock Saints poster. Nice. Though, I don't think it was a scene with Norman Reedus in it, though. Like, I... Which I like how he's just almost given up on attempting at all to do a southern accent. On there. Like, how, how has Sean Patrick Flannery not been on an episode of that show yet? I don't know yet. I don't know. I I don't know. Maybe we just like these movies so much that we just like think they belong together. Like this is the <laughs> great. Like this is the great greatest duo of all time. It would be yeah. It's just, they just needed to come in as like a cameo for like one episode or something like that, and as his cousin or something, right? <laughs> it's my crazy Irish cousin. I know they're just like, oh hi, diddly dee. Oh, we're we're here shooting some zombies in the head. Oh, I yes we are. Oh, I don't know, man. I I, I freaking they're fantastic movies, and they're such like a big piece of our our uh, tradition. Oh, and then uh, I'm sure you did the same thing I did, where we had to sing Seven Drunken Nights out loud. Y'all did that, didn't you? You know, I don't think we actually got to Seven Drunken Nights this time. I just thought about that. What? I, yeah, you know that's one of the things I think we ended up missing. I don't I don't know how because I mean Ernie was there and, and Brent was there and I was there and I was there I was there in the great <laughs> the Seven Drunken Nights War of 1812 half the 16th uh, which, which I guess for the rest of our illustrious listening audience that doesn't know which it'll be up in the links of interest uh, Seven Drunken Nights is this traditional Irish drinking song that I just really really like and I was like hey guys listen to this and we're the, the absurdity of it. We're still on. singing it. Yeah, it's like oh, the absurdity of, of, of a wife cheating on her husband that drinks too much it just caught on, and we found multiple versions of it, and parody versions of it, and older versions and newer versions. <laughs> ones, ones with more swearing, ones with less swearing, ones that don't with, ones with Richard Nixon, ones that don't even sing the last two lines because they're that clean. <laughs> yeah, and what about space, which? Honestly, is one of those little niches where it's like only only (laughs) that was like made for us. You know what I mean? Yeah, when I heard that the first time, I I don't know. I I really thought I was like, man, this is just no one else is going to care about this as much as me because I found that just so funny. Right? That's what I was thinking. Is like this this was designed for us. This was a thing that, which I I enjoy that when I find that, like, this was never meant for mass appeal, which is probably why I think our podcast is so near and dear to everyone's heart out there. I don't know, I could could go with a little bit more mass appeal for sure. I guess I'm the Kyle in this episode, right? Or in general. (laughs) You're welcome, three people, for that reference. Oh, right. Uh, But, oh, man. Indeed. (laughs) Indeed. Oh, I I might underscore us talking about it with the song. I'm sure that... Because, see, then, it's under fair use because we're we're making criticism on it. 
but, uh, twin size I always enjoy that whenever there's something that you, you find well, that, like, you know, this is only meant for, like, a very small subsect of people, and frankly, like, it's like one of your friends made it, you know. <laughs> Like, Very close, for like, sure. Like, de- like, specifically, one of the biggest ones I can remember is that uh, AMV that Ernie made to uh, paint it black is, like, one yeah. of those where it's, like, it's a Final Fantasy AMV and he underscore and he put paint it black to it. I mean, come on. Yeah. Yeah, that was a pretty pretty, pretty awesome thing, which, I don't know, I, I think Ernie mentioned he might have lost a lot of those in, in computer crashes, which I think I might actually have saved a couple of them for you, so... Um, ask me about that. Which, uh... Which... Because I I thought I might have found some in some old files. Which, have you you ever noticed how hard it is to find just, like, a kick-ass AMV that actually does something for you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, just, I mean, the concept on its own right is just very, you know, very niche and cut, because it's like, well, I'm going to pull a song I like, and then I'm going to pull clips from a video or game I like, and put them together, and just hope for the best. Yeah. Like, I guess the, the latest one that I found was, uh, from that, that Ego Raptor album that I've hawked on here like four times. Um, and it was, there's one where they're doing a Simon Belmont, Simon Belmont song, and they do it to that, uh, Vampire Hunter D. And it's really quite good the way they do it. I mean, I, I liked Vampire Hunter D. It's one of the few animes that I, you know, I kind of found on my own and I really dig. I mean, there's a few I have, but that's one of them that I, I've, just I enjoyed, but it's put to, put into a comedy obscure thing. It, it was pretty goddamn amusing. So yeah, I'm trying to think of any ones. I mean, there had to have been a couple that were pretty pretty interesting, but what I remember is very few. Um, I don't know. Um, I know I found a Final Fantasy 12 one that I think they did to like Cashmere or something, which okay. Led Zeppelin and Final Fantasy 12 is pretty hard to argue with. Uh, probably the best one I can think of off the top of my head right now was, um, which I guess it's, I guess it's original song, so I don't know how much it counts. But uh, uh, Maluka, which I may have may or may not hawked her stuff on here before, uh, she made she made this song to Mass Effect and didn't like, and then you know threw some some stuff on it, and it's probably like one of the Greatest pieces of original, like, internet-created songdom that I've ever heard. Uh, yeah, you, you tell me about that. I remember watching it. it was, that was cool. I, and having never played a second of Mass Effect, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it, it, I just think she's such an amazing singer. Yeah, she's uh, definitely got some serious pipes. <laughs> Which, uh, uh, side note, if, if you know who she is, I believe she's doing um, songs for... She, uh, she's doing songs for some game now, which, yeah, I don't know... I don't know how they didn't just Bioware's or EA didn't call her up and be like, you know what? When we're, when we're re-releasing the the ending to Mass Effect Three, can we just use your song? Because she just took the ending theme music, but then added lyrics to it. Oh, that's cool. And yeah, it was. I I, don't, I thought it was really good. Look up Maluka Phoenix on the YouTube's. You've probably heard stuff from her, L- like Skyrim. She did covers of the songs from Skyrim, the the Age of Aggression and Age of Oppression. Right. So and and the intro song, like the theme song. Which, I know you're playing Skyrim, so you might be interested in finding those. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, way, way selected to Skyrim right now. It's actually uh, kind of... I, I haven't been able... I, I think I've talked about this like on all, like every episode for like the past fucking couple weeks. But yes, I am still playing it, and yes, I am thoroughly enjoying it. So Yeah, be, being the gluttonous, evil dictator that, that rules uh, I, with an iron sword. That's what I always do. I'm always Dr. Baron Von Evil Satan on these games. Like, I'm the most repugnant character... Like, Ooh, bad choice. I'm gonna go do that. I'm, I usually am actually always kind of like, 
disappointed whenever I, I have to, like, you know, I have to let a guy out of jail or something. Like, I'd rather him just, like, haha, I saw you and, like, I know he died. Like, like my character knew that. I, I actually really, really kind of wish you could do that on some stuff, but, eh, I guess evil, I guess even evil needs allies, so, mm. Yeah, and, and as, as I'm always, you know, the paragon of justice, you know, fighting for peace, preserving freedom, protecting our people. It's the right thing to do. You know, a selfless crusader that stands up for the common man and and the downtrodden, using his specific brand of justice to, to level the playing field for everyone. I'm, I think I'm running out of slogans. Anywho, I, I know one of my biggest almost <laughs> problems so far, what, one I haven't played Skyrim in a very long time, because I was playing it on my laptop, and then, like, I couldn't use a mouse on my laptop, and then I'm missing my W key now as well, so I can't play hardly anything on it. So I've, I've got it reinstalled on my desktop, but I haven't played in a long time, but one of the things I was doing was not only going through and, you know, setting right with once went wrong, um, I, I've been buying up as much property as possible. <laughs> I've been going through and being like, oh yes, well you're, you're now like the, you're now like the protector of this land and being named the protector of this other city and being named the protector of this one and then buying up all the property. So in essence, I, I, I am ruling the entire country because, you know, I, I'm holding high, high levels of government positions in all these towns and then having all this land and property as well. So now, not only am I amassing, you know, you know, physical power, I'm also amassing political and, so that's one thing I've been doing, you know, at least in my mind, that's pretty enjoyable and becoming, you know, the leaders of different groups and overly micromanaging stuff like that as far as like, well, what am I going to do? Like, well, I'm going to do this so the war ends up like this and then do this task and like, well, I got to help these vampire hunters, you know, because that's the thing and, uh, and then I got to go over here and do that and oh, those guys are, they're definitely bad. I don't agree with that at all and... <laughs> See, and, like, uh, I always enjoy it just because, like, you know, I, 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 li- I like being able to, like, oh, yeah, you can be a paid assassin. Oh, yeah, you can worship the, you know, dark evil lord, you know, and, you know, ride Cerebrus down down into Hades. I just, I always enjoy that. I just always think it's fun to do that. I think it's a real fun outlet. And, like, on Skyrim specifically, like, even though, whenever they, you know, you'd talk to the, you'd talk to, because you know, there's that whole Civil War storyline, you'd go talk to the, uh, the Imperial guys, and like, you're like, oh, well, these guys have a, more of a fucking point, and like, the, the, the Rebellion, the Stormcloak guys are so like, oh yeah, there's no place for those dirty elves in our land, and all that shit, which honestly, that's one of my little favorite little things that they do in Skyrim, is like, every race is so racist, it's kind of awesome, um, anywho, like, they're, like, racist, and I think they're wrong, but it's like, you know what? That's who's gonna win this war. So that's, like, the whole reason I had them win. Uh. Which, see, even on my... I, I'm thinking, like, man, the only ones to back are the Imperials, because, one, even if you you like the idea of the Stormcloak Rebellion, they're inevitably gonna lose when the Thalmor comes in and stomps all over their entire their tiny little country. Yeah, that's... Uh, that's... And, and then because they've lost all this assets, they're gonna kick the Imperials' ass, too. So everyone is fucked if you... If you they're just selfish pricks, is what they are. Fuck you, Stormcloaks. Fuck you. Um, the only thing I was really disappointed with the Civil War storyline is, like, I felt like it could have been the whole focus of the game, but it's kind of just, I kind of feel like it's just kind of there. I mean, there's a lot of dialogue in, like, an atmosphere, you know, around it, but I think it kind of would have been cool if it was, like, a big focus of the game, in a way, maybe. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I kind of, I mean, I think everything is 
everything, every main quest I feel is treated with the same amount of respect, but that being said, you know, I guess they're all probably treated a little, little lightly. Right. That's the more interesting, I, I do think it is more the more interesting one, but I mean, it wouldn't be in Elder Scrolls if you weren't, you know, chosen from on high to go and slaughter things. So I guess yeah. you couldn't just be, be like, a dude helping the rebellion or whatever. Yeah, that's actually that's definitely the theme. Is you're you know this one you're the Dova King and you were the oh, I can't remember what you were in Oblivion, but you were the something. And then I know you were that Nevenin the, the word that I never could pronounce in Morrowind. Which I mean, I guess that is fun that you're part you're part of that. But which I will say, my, I do really enjoy that you get a super special power in the Skyrim out of it. Like that's at least kind of cool. Yeah, opposed to like in in Morrowind where it's like, yeah, you're less, you're you're more resistant to disease now. Yeah, yeah. great. Which you know, one thing which I don't know if they ever actually they never really finished this, and I don't, and I know they're talking about incorporating Skyrim into it, so I don't even know what the state of that is. But this one guy or one group of people went through and were making a mod called Mar Oblivion, in which they just took the two games and pushed them together into one. Oh my god! So it was Morrowind and Oblivion in one game. That'd be crazy awesome. Yeah, and it runs on the Oblivion um, like graphics engine, so it's all, and so they've upconverted a lot of Morrowind models and places like that, and. Um, I know it uses that battle system, but I think it uses some other some other Morrowind game mechanics though. So it's almost like the best of both games. That's cool. Smashed together, <laughs> and then which in my mind was like I've always wanted to play that. But then I'm thinking, holy fuck, it's hard enough to finish one of them. Right? Could you imagine trying to finish that game? See, like, and I don't. I, I really liked Morrowind, but I really can't remember if I beat it or not. I know I got way into it, but I don't know if I beat it. And I don't. I know I did beat it. I I know for sure I did. Uh, and I never did need the the DLC though. So or DLC expansions. They were expansions. I had the Somerset Isle one. Is there was that Oblivion? Um. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I had I had that one, and I know I played. A, God, I got way into Oblivion. I don't know that I beat Oblivion. Now that I come to think of it, I don't think I did. I didn't either, because I think it was in the process of, I, I switched computers somewhere in there or something, and I lost my save file, or either that or, like, I had to reinstall, and then I, would, I probably, like, installed enough mods to make things work better that I didn't want to go through the reinstall process of everything else. Yeah, I, I definitely, I'm definitely, uh, I do anything for a buck. I'm definitely that guy, like, it, oh, yeah, I'll help you out, and then I'll kill you and steal your money. I'm definitely that guy that takes as much money as possible because I just like it when money's not an object. It's something, even if it's in a game, money's not an object anymore. Um, I always enjoy that fact. But I, I mean, I have so much money in mine. I'm like, I just have like, I literally have a chest in my bedroom, like a, a safe that's filled with precious gems and and gold necklaces, and because <laughs> I'm like. I I can't even sell this stuff. It's so pricey. So I have all this just piled up in here. I think I even just took some of my like gold coins out and put it in there because I'm like, eh, save it for a rainy day. It's not like I would have used this all. It's not like I need. To, it's not like I need to buy anything because I'm also the best smith in the land, and I'm also the best enchanter for that matter. And then my speechcraft is so high that I can buy. Like I can sell high and buy low. Like I know because I always take a lot of speechcraft. I just usually let that build up as the game goes. I usually rarely put it. Like I put so much in, of my time into the archery and the sneaking around thing. Like I, I always, I always put so much into that. And. uh like, that is actually one thing I do like because I, I play. I think that's what happened to me on Oblivion. Is I think I lost a save, and that's why like I started over. Because you generally that is the one good thing about games like that. They're so vast where 
you lose your save file, you just kind of go and do another character completely different, and you can see some new stuff. Other than the goddamn terrible-ass uh, training shit, which, seriously, seriously, Bethesda, like, could we maybe, maybe make that a little less long? Like, like what, go in there and talk to this guy. What race are you? What, you know, what, <laughs> what sign were you born under? Like, ah, I see you were born under the lover stone. Yeah, that was really annoying. Though, I mean, I, I felt in Skyrim that the character customization as far as that stuff go was pretty lacking. As far as like, oh, hey, look, you could just do everything now. Oh, well, that's great. I can just do everything now. I, I want to have to work and toil and sweat and, you know, and, and, and suffer to be able to do something I'm not normally good at. The biggest thing that I miss... The, the, I really miss the armor being separated more. Oh, yeah. See, that was the greatest thing about about Morrowind is all the pieces of armor. Well, like, because whatever you got, the, all the armor's the same bonus. All It was, like, an achievement because there was it was so hard to get all the pieces. Especially when there's, like, shields involved and shit. Which, you know, that was one of the things that got me so excited because I'm like, you know, I was like, oh, Oblivion's out. That's cool. But then I'm like, what? The Fallout 3 is built on the Oblivion engine? Well, that sounds interesting. I'd much prefer to be Elder Scrolls in the Apocalypse, which was my entire reason, my, my thought process behind it. And then it was like, oh, I was, so I was really hoping, like, it's the Apocalypse. Oh, yeah, I'll get this little piece of armor over here and this little piece of armor over here. And I was picturing, like, a Morrowind armor setup in Fallout 3. My mind was so excited about that concept. I'm like, yes! And then it was like, you could put on, like, four different things. I'm like, oh, I want to have this patchwork of armor. You saddened me. Fuck you, Bethesda. <laughs> Fuck you. I guess, I guess that's actually one of my questions. So, uh, like, I know, I know you really like, even though I know that it ended wrong, I know you really liked the Mass Effect thing, and I know you liked the Morrowind and all that. Like, what, what of that whole do your own thing or your choices matter and all that? Which, which one does the most for you? Your Western RPGs opposed to your Eastern RPGs? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, Sorry that, that I'm knowledgeable about this concept. No, 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 that was actually a really good... I just never thought of it being put that way, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's... yeah. You have, actually, realistically, it's American RPGs versus Japanese RPGs. Right. If you want to be... Man, I, I mean, Morrowind was such a well-designed game. It's, it's definitely worth choosing that, I think. Um, I would have liked to have liked Fallout New Vegas, because as far as, like, the gameplay system was far superior to the, the Fallout 3 one in many respects, but also, uh, though I didn't... Though I don't think it felt as good... And, you know, Fallout 3 was kind of an alright game, and saying that it felt better than Vegas is hard. Once you dumped enough mods into Fallout 3, it got pretty amazing. And a lot of those mods ended up being part of New Vegas anyways. Um, and, like I said, I just love the idea of crawling around the apocalypse. So, as far as, like, probably the best, like, American RPG I've ever played... Um, like, Mass Effect 1 had a really great free roam, as far as it went, as far as... Just I, I loved the third-person system, and I felt I felt they did the best mix of, like, RPG with guns that I've ever seen, as far as, like, a mix goes, because, I mean, stuff like Fallout 3 and, and, and games along those lines are, are very much just an open-world FPS, almost, and, because, I, mean, I just feel it's a real hard thing to balance. So, yeah, I mean, I guess as far as gameplay goes, I'm gonna have to go with, with Morrowind. Maybe Mass Effect 1 is a close second, because it had a lot of RPG elements to it still, and where I feel that 2 and 3 were a lot more like an FPS with the story, which, why... I really, I did like Fable a lot when I played it through. Like, I, I actually, that was one of those games I, I played through twice. Like, once where I could be, you know, saint, the saintly children hugging old women, old women across the, the road guy, and then also like, you know, hell's, hell's sate, hell's Satan. Yes, hell, hell, hell Satan. That's, that's how bad I was. Uh, oh, like, like the hell that's in hell and the Satan of that? 
Yeah, where you like go go hail like like you hail the hail of hell. Yes, yeah, so that one. Um. Anyway, so I I played that one through twice and I really enjoyed it because they're you know but I never played any of the other two like which apparently like they only got better as they went on and I just I never picked up either of the other two. And I've heard a lot of really good things about Assassin's Creed. Like, I'm pretty intrigued, but... Frank, it sounds a little too sneaky for me. A little too what? Like, sn- a little too sneaky. Like, oh, see, I, I like those, though. Like, I mean, I like that stuff, though. Like, I really, really... Like, the first two... Well, two, um... Like, Metal Gear Solid and the Snake Eater one. Like, I like those a lot because of that. Um, and I really, really like the Splinter Cell series, but... And the, even the Hitman series, I like those a lot because I like I like that whole thing. But man, I, I'm having a hard time getting past what I'm playing right now. Like I, I'm just like thoroughly enjoying every minute of it. So yeah, I mean, I, I guess I also forgot I, I forgot about Dragon Age Origins. That's pretty good. Um, I will give Dragon Age Origins a good a good call. It has it has kind of a classic vibe to it, but but a little bit but but modernized just enough. <laughs> I remember how pissed you were at the sequel. Yeah, I mean, there was good stuff about it, but I mean, what it became was Dragon Age Two was just Mass Effect Two, but in medieval times. I mean, it was it was very much that, which you know, I mean, it it was so repetitive in places because they just didn't I either have the time or money or because EA just you know fucks things in the ass you know with no lube or reach around, you know, just rubbed its its dicks all over uh, their faces. I I don't like EA, is what I'm saying. And you fuck up many good games, but I guess they look pretty. Anywho, it was just like unfinished. So there was a lot of reused scenes and areas, and like, oh look, I've been in this dungeon before, but that box is here instead of over there now. Ugh. Hey, let me do the same quest in the same location one more time. Anywho, that kind of pissed me off a bit. Oh man, it looks like we're all we're all out of goodies. The bag's empty. All we've got is soggy memories at the bottom of it. And it looks like that's all all of our dear listeners have. So, which I don't know that that's a good way to. Yeah, come back for more soggy memories. I don't know that that was the best way. Hey, listeners, you're a soggy bag. <laughs> Please come back, and whatever and whatever you do. Uh, we'll have more delicious fried goodness from the bored shenanigans food wagon. So, hey, is the ending of this episode kind of abrupt to you? Well, stay tuned <laughs> after the theme song because I describe why it's abrupt. Because we didn't really finish our thoughts there. So, <laughs> opposed to rolling towards a wrap up, we, we just decided, you know what? Let's just throw it in a box and call it done. <laughs> Well, that's what we get at Bored Shenanigans to Go. We don't have time for fa- for fancy schmancy atmosphere. We get you your food in a to-go box and get it out the drive through window for all of you. Very much so. Uh, <laughs> so tune in next week for more hot and healthy servings with that special, the special seasonings and that ever so special sauce. So Brewer, you have any wonderfully delicious words to shoehorn into me trying to make this food rest references work? Um, no, <laughs> I'm just gonna ignore all of that and go on with something completely different. But somehow relating back to things we talked about earlier in the episode, cause that's what I always try to do with these. Um, and, um, uh, 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 give me a biblical fe- feature? That too! Give me a biblical feature and a biblical figure! Both of these, go! <laughs> um, alright, uh, okay, uh, do Job and how he, like, 
would like still worship God, even though all the horrible things were fa- were taken from him. And like as okay, Job yeah. still like, loved the Lord, whatever. Whenever the things uh, got bad, Joe, so should you? Joe, through many trials and trip. There you go. What? <laughs> oh, I didn't. I didn't hear you talk. You just okay. Go ahead. Sorry, I'll shut the fuck up. <laughs> I wonder if any of this is gonna make it in the episode. I don't know. Like we can't seem to end this, even though it was an abrupt ending. <laughs> yeah. Stay tuned, listeners. <laughs> or stay tuned to me to see if I edit it. Audio cataclysm. Go. <laughs> Really, when I say stay tuned, listeners, I'm actually talking to myself for the editing process. <laughs> Anywho, um, as as Job went through all his many trials and tribulations that his great Lord put forth on him, he still went out and and shepherd he shall be for thee, my Lord, for thee. Power hath descended forth from thine hands that his feet may swiftly carry out thy commands, and he shall flow a river of, forth to thee, and teeming with souls shall it ever be. In nomine patre, et file, et spiritus sante. Amen. Good God, what are you doing? Put that down. Try something with more protein. BSPodcast.us Or Facebook.com slash shenanigans or on our iTunes feed. Now, why did I have my top off for this? But yeah, like I said, I mean, as far as that goes... <laughs> what? I was saying, like... I don't know how much out of this we're going to use. I just, like, kind of realized that. Like, yeah, we just started talking to each other. Yeah, I, I'm going to use some parts of it, I think, but I don't know either. Yeah, yeah it's like, oh, hey, you just, I just want to hear us talk, right? Yeah, that's, that's what definitely, I realized we just did that. We just, like, quit talking about, quit caring about the audience, like, somewhere in there. Um, but I think it was, like, a good hour in, so I don't know that it matters. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's like, hey, f- fuck it, I haven't, I haven't had a chance to talk to you in a while, Cody. Let's just talk about ourselves to each other. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Which I'm glad you said that while we're still recording. Um, that might be worth using. Like, yeah, I think that whole bit right there of us talking about how we're just talking to ourselves now is probably going to be the end of the episode. You know, that little bit that I play after the themes, the ending theme. And I'm probably going to add this in here and be describing it, because to me, that's funny. Probably not funny to anybody else, but to me, it's funny when someone describes what, the, what they're doing and then leaves that in, at, even though it shouldn't be in there, which I'm now describing how I, why I like that, and it's probably going to make it in as well. Just, just stop, dude. You're going to wind up in a loop. Uh. <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time I ended up in one of those loops and ended up cutting it out. <laughs> uh.